Your news programme every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So, in force for just about a week, the Kim Jong-un Act here in Korea has drawn a huge amount of controversy. Um, certainly it's contentious in its details when we think about the very strict caps placed on gifts, for example, to teachers, to civil servants, to spouses of them, and, and so on. But uh, the UK has now for several years had its own bribery act, and we can check in and, and see how that's been going, see how effective it's been, and what we might be able to learn from its both virtues and errors so far. Barry V2, partner for Pinsent Masons LLP, joins us on the line. Good morning to you from Seoul. Well, uh, good morning to you, Alex, and good night from me, actually. It's very late here. Yeah, well, well we appreciate you riding the European time zone for us. Um, now, this word bribery itself is so loaded. Uh, here, giving a, a teacher a cup of coffee could be considered bribery if uh, it was considered a conflict of interest. We spoke to a Korean law expert yesterday who suggested that uh, certain exemptions might make that okay in any case, but the fact is there's been a huge amount of confusion. In the UK, what sort of bribery was being targeted with that uh, particular law there? I think um, the, the real... The, the, I think they certainly weren't targeting uh, cups of coffee uh, and teachers. Um, they were targeting um, two, two things, I think. In the first instance, they were targeting um, significant bribes to win uh, contracts. Um, and uh, I think also there's a, there is a policy uh, uh, attack on um, sort of the, perhaps the lower level sort of grease payments. Um, because of the sort of um, uh, the the effects that they have um, within sort of uh, a broader society or culture. So, for example, um, if everybody around, uh, if, if if there is an environment where sort of bribery. So, for example, um, there's a there's a phrase I think in some places in on the African continent where you've got to grease the nurse. Uh, so to hold your newborn baby, uh, you might have to pay uh, the nurse some money. And I don't think anybody uh, would consider uh, that that is an appropriate thing. And so there was an attempt to try and sort of clean up, you know, that low-level bribery as well. Um, but I think you're right to identify uh, that, you know, you, you, you have to um, be reasonable about all of this. And the idea that, you know, you can't buy someone a cup of coffee, for example... Um, seems to me to be somewhat extreme. Yeah, well, I mean, the cup of coffee example is almost laughable, if not completely laughable, but but it's not long before we enter a grey area, and um, in London, a, a nice dinner out, for example, could run into the hundreds of pounds, the thousands of pounds even, or dollars, uh, and, you know, there could be champagne involved, there could be all sorts of uh, items that would run up the bill. Would that enter bribery territory, according to British law? Uh, uh, I have to say that for my my needle doesn't really move with taking somebody out to dinner in London. I, I think um, the other thing. I think the other thing to keep in mind is that this is all relative. So, if you're looking at what what is bribery, 
um, at the end of the day, uh, it is um, giving somebody a benefit uh, with the intent to influence that person um, to do something that perhaps, uh, to, to your benefit, uh, that perhaps they might not otherwise do. Yeah. Now, um, in sorry. Well, no, I'm just agreeing with you completely. And I mean, and I've got, yeah. I'd like to add something, but I'd like to hear the rest of what you were saying. So what I was going to say was, you know, if, if for example, you took somebody out in, in London where probably it's, all, you know, it's pretty impossible to get away with a dinner with wine for, you know, much less than £100 a head, let's say, in a, in a business context, I don't think that anybody would consider that to be uh, bribery. And I think you've also got to keep in mind the person whom you're in- entertaining. So mm. uh, taking out, you know, a, a sort of a managery type person, that would be appropriate. On the other hand, if you were taking out somebody, I don't know, uh, Bill Gates, for example, one, one, I mean, one can assume that Bill Gates probably doesn't go out or get uh, particularly excited about a £100 dinner and perhaps you might want to spend a bit more with him. I think where, where things start to go wrong is um, what might be um, what, we might, what we would consider in London and, and no doubt in Seoul too is a, a relatively modest amount of money for a dinner or a lunch uh, can suddenly in another jurisdiction translate into a month's salary. Yeah. And that's where you start to run into problems. Well, I mean, there's no danger of that here because the cap has been set at 30,001. And let me tell you, uh, not only is 30,001 uh, barely 20 pounds, uh, it's also very difficult for me on my own to go out with my wife on 30,001 and have a satisfying meal. It just seems to me like you're speaking as a man of common sense and the law here is not reflecting that kind of common sense. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, you know, it sound, that, 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 um, that, sounds right, that sounds right to me. I mean, unless the objective is to simply um, prevent that sort of uh, meal or corporate hospitality from taking place. Uh, my view on that, though, is that, you know, uh, <laughs> that is unlikely... And I think that if levels are set uh, to be too low, then you actually achieve the opposite of what you set out to achieve. So because humans will take each other out to dinner, for example, it's just inevitable, uh, instead of declaring it and seeing transparency, you drive it underground and don't actually resolve the problem you're seeking to attack. Mm. The other thing I should emphasize is this is targeting public officials, it's targeting teachers, it's targeting journalists. I mean, you know, teachers might sound odd to, to you in the UK, but the, the way education fervor is here, um, parents can be guilty of doing anything to, uh, to get an advantage for their kids, for example. But nevertheless, um, this isn't just a corporate environment we're talking about. We're talking about corruption among uh, officials uh, and and those who are supposed to be whiter than white. Uh, d- does yes, that change your view? That. And I think it's fair to say. I mean, again, um, just to put it into perspective, I am aware that you know there will be some pub- you know public officials who, if they turn up to a seminar, will refuse to have a coffee and a biscuit uh, in the law firm or the accounting firm or the professional service firm that they have attended. Um, but I think you know, frankly, I think that's ridiculous. 
Um, I understand, uh, you know, I totally understand that the, 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 what you reference, the sort of edu- the, the fervor around education and stuff like that. Although, frankly, it's not. I've just come from a, uh, a school visit this evening, and I can tell you it was absolutely jam-packed with people, also showing uh, a high degree of fervor. No, indeed, yeah. Um, but I, do, I sort of get back to basic principles, which is, I mean, if, if it's the case that a teacher would be influenced to, to, to unfairly favour a parent because they've been bought a cup of coffee, then clearly um, that is sort of sensible. But if they wouldn't, then it probably isn't that practical. No, and it seems highly unlikely to me that it would bring about any significant favour. But, I mean, the, the question is now how, what we learn from Britain. I mean... Can, can you just clarify for us what the British anti-bribery law um, sets out to achieve in terms of who it targets and whether that's made the desired difference or not? Yeah, I think, yeah, well, just to cover the, sort of the offences that it, that it picks up on, so there are, there are four uh, big offences. So there is paying a bribe, that's an offence. Receiving a bribe, that's an offence. There's a separate offence with a lower threshold uh, of uh, bribing a foreign, a foreign public official. Uh, and then there is a, fur- uh, and there is a further offence which references corporate bribery, uh, which is failure to prevent bribery. Mm. Um, and that was, I mean, frankly, all the, the, th- the, three that I've, the first three I mentioned um, weren't really big changes in English law. They've been around for a long time. The big change that created all the controversy five, six years ago was this new offence of failure to prevent bribery, uh, because what that did was was it was to what we would say uh, reverse the burden of proof. So in the first three cases, you have to prove that there's some sort of intent that a bribe was paid, and you either paid it or sort of were, co-cons- were a conspirator in paying it. Whereas the failure to prevent bribery simply meant that as a company, one of your employees went off and bribed somebody and you didn't put in place a, a policy or a procedure t- to prevent that that was adequate. Yeah. And um, that, that caused a great deal of consternation at the time. Yes, well, I remember we talked a little bit about that uh, last week when we were all looking at the uh, introduction of this bill and here we are a few days on just still assessing its, its fallout and where we could be heading with it. But um, just these words, common and sense, keep coming up into my own mind. Barry V2, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. My pleasure. Good night. Um, yeah, good night to you, indeed. Barry V2 uh, there from Pinsent Mason's LLP. And, um, you know, something also that strikes me is where we draw the line between trying to gain business favour and bribery, and outright bribery, because... I think we all think we've got it worked out, the definition of this word bribery, but it does seem like we enter grey territory very quickly, and especially that territory is capped pretty low with the Kim Jong-un Act. You can uh, share your thoughts, powder sharp 1013 for 51 per message. You can tweet us at EFM this morning.